This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Astros are probably, by the time you're listening to this, en route back to Houston, which everybody is very excited about. It's been a long spring training. Let's catch up with Brian McTaggart and find out everything going on with this team. I am Allison Futter. Uh, Tags, uh, wow, it's, uh, it's finally here almost, but the Astros are going to play a couple exhibition games at Minute Maid Park with the world champion Chicago Cubs, and then they open at home on Monday. So, Let's break it down. The rotation, A.J. Hinch has, has announced the order of the, the starting five. So what is that order? And I guess what, Dallas Keuchel gets the opening day nod. Yeah, Keuchel, the opening day nod for the third year in a row on, on Monday. So no surprise there. Um, Lance McCullers, Jr., getting the ball in the second game of the season. Really no surprise either. It was kind of it was between him and Charlie Morton for number two. Uh, Morton, who looked really good this spring, and I'm excited to see you know, what he can do when the season starts, we'll pitch the third game and then Joe Musgrove will pitch the fourth game, which is the the fourth and final game of the Seattle series. And then Mike fires who uh, started the last game in Florida. will start the uh, fifth game of the year uh, Friday, next Friday's opener against the, uh, the Royals. So rotation is, is all mapped out. You know, Colin McHugh is, is going to stay back and throw in a, a bullpen or a, you know, a, a live bullpen simulated game situation on Saturday and he'll make one or two rehab starts, and then you'll see him back in the rotation at some point, you know, a week or two in the season. But for now, that's the uh, the starting five they're going to battle with. So, yeah, on Colin McHugh, let's talk about him a little bit. That was a little worrisome. I, I, you know, you just see a pitching line, and you don't know what went into it, how hard the balls were hit. But it seemed like, he, what, he pitched in a minor league game, and he lasted like an inning and a third. It didn't seem to look so good on paper. Yeah, he pitched in a, a big league game, the game Monday against the Cardinals. It was his first uh, Grapefruit League game. And yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a little sloppy. You know, the velo wasn't quite there. But, you know, following up with Colin, he says he feels good. The arm's fine. So it's just a matter of uh, getting some arm strength going at this point. So one more start. And then, you know, he can make a couple of, uh, you know, rehab starts if he feels he needs one more to get the pitch count up or, or get the velocity going again. So. Um, but it, it seems like the issue, the, the tired arm issue is behind him at this point. It's just a matter of building up the pitches now. Okay. All right, so let's move to the lineup. Uh, A.J. pretty much revealed uh, a lot of, of who's going to hit where. Alex Bregman hitting the number two hole. So that, that, top, that top five looks pretty awesome. Um, how does that shake out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be Springer. Bregman, Altuve, Cray, and, and Beltran on the top five. and uh, You know, first four right-handed hitters, but he likes uh, Bregman in the number two hole just because he handles righties well. He hit there last year and really took off, and, and Bregman said that he likes to have an at-bat in the first inning. just helps him get into the game a little quicker, so he's excited about hitting there. I mean, hitting behind Springer in, in front of Altuve, I mean, how um, is there a better spot to hit? I don't think so. I mean, that, if you're hitting in front of Altuve, um, that's a pretty good spot. Yeah, the one through five is solid, but after that, I mean, I, 
Josh Reddick uh, will hit six on a lot of nights, and then you know Gaddis seventh, and you have the you know uh, or you have uh, Aoki and Guriel's in there, and it, it all kind of depends. You know, there are days that Beltron plays left field and Gaddis DH, and, and days that Aoki plays left field and Beltron DHs, which will be most of those days. So, bottom of the lineup will move around a little bit, but. You know, no matter the configuration, uh, just you know, one through nine, it's everyone can do damage. And when you have Guriel hitting eighth or ninth, and or Aoki hitting ninth, with his ability to put the bat on the ball, certainly it's come a long way in the last couple of years with these lineups the Astros have had. But going back to what you said earlier, one through five, hard pressed to find a better one through five in the league than that. And you can even go six, seven, and it's probably the deepest lineup in baseball. Yeah, you know, the one thing that we haven't really talked a lot about is the fact that when the Astros had that terrible start last year, that really put them behind the eight ball for the most of the rest of the season, even though they got their act together. Uh, the turning point seemed to be when Springer was moved to the leadoff spot, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the um, fact that he's going to start off there is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, they didn't have Bregman from the start of last year, didn't have Guriel from the start of last year, so... Yeah, Springer at leadoff now. And, yeah, he moved to leadoff on May 24th. And then, you know, for the next three months, they had the best record in baseball in that span with Altuve hitting third. You know, uh, Reddick's going to hit some second as well, you know, especially against right-handers. I think we'll see Reddick get up there and, and uh, hit hit second. He's, he might even lead off on the rare times that uh, George Springer is, sits out. You know, he did play in all 162 last year, so – but. Um, he might lead off, but um, yeah, just a, a versatile lineup, a, a deep lineup, um, and even the guys on the bench, Gaddis, Marwin, Marisnik, they can, you know uh, they have versatility as well. Um, Marisnik's you know a great defender. Marwin can play all over the place. So position player wise, they're in really really good shape if, if everyone can stay healthy. So what's left? Um, one roster spot remaining. What's uh, what should we be looking for in the coming days before opening day? Yeah, one roster spot remaining, which is the eighth and final bullpen spot, and it's coming down to James Hoyt and Yandel Gustave, and and uh, both of them have pitched pretty well this spring, and they're going to get one more audition in Thursday's game against the Cubs at Minute Maid Park. They will both pitch, and AJ said today it's not like you know they're head to head, and whoever gives up a homer is out, and whoever pitches a one two three inning is in. He said they're going to meet before Thursday's game and, and talk about you know where they're at. I mean, I think more than anything they. they they probably are leaning one way or the other, but they just want they just want the guys to get through the spring healthy. So they don't want to say, well, you know, we pick player A and then player B gets gets injured and um, you have to bring somebody over, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, but they both get one more shot. You know, I think if I had to handicap it, I think maybe Hoyt might have the advantage just because he can get lefties out with uh, the split finger. Um, he's got swing and miss stuff. I mean, they really value swings and misses, of course. But, um, you know, Gustave came in the other day and threw 96, 97, 98 and blew away a hitter and got a strikeout. So either one of them is deserving, and I think either one would be uh, a good fit. But um, if I had to handicap it right now, I think Hoyt will get that final spot. But we'll see. Okay. All right. Last thing uh, on the uh, on the batting order here is that you caught up with A.J. Hinch, did a little manager Q&A. So let's listen to that interview now. Okay, spring's coming uh, close to an end. Just how would you uh, assess the way this, this team has, has come together? Just, you've got guys uh, in all different directions yeah. and from all different backgrounds. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't been together as a group uh, as much as normal years with, the, with the, uh, the WBC. And we've come into this camp having uh, very few spots on our team that are open. But uh, we have a good group. We have an understanding of each other. We've gotten to know some of the new personalities, and, and I like our team. 
lot of questions about pitching health, obviously, coming into camp. Are you satisfied with the way it's played out, specifically, I guess, with, with Keuchel and McCullers yeah. at the top? Now, coming into camp, it was a big deal as to how healthy we were. Um, Keuchel and McCullers being at the, at the front of that. Even Morton, who coming off of a short season last year. Uh, the only the only guy that's, that's, that's really behind is McHugh. So when we come into the... Uh, the season with seven or eight names thinking about the uh, the rotation. We, we come out of it right now at this point uh, feeling really good about ourselves, having one guy down and behind. But, um, you know, as a, as a group, we have the capable bodies to put in a formidable rotation and start the season really feeling really good. Another kind of big storyline has been Guriel at first. Uh, I know he's been an infielder, but still some transition to a new position. How, how do you think he's looked over there? Uh, you know, I think it's it's he's gotten better as the camp has gone on. You know, I, I we kind of threw him there yet last year in an emergency in September, and uh, he's having to learn the responsibilities and where the positioning is, and even something as simple as tags at first base, the bigger glove, the handling the ball. Uh, has all made steps, have made, made progress and steps forward. So I, I'm proud of the work that he's put in. Uh, we had Jeff Bagwell in camp with him, which is which was a big, a big deal and something that he could gravitate to. Uh, but he looks completely comfortable. He he might not have the experience that you'd expect coming from at first base, but as an infielder, he's got a ton of experience and handles the ball fine. You haven't had a chance to have your full lineup just because of the World Baseball Classic, but are you anxious to see how it comes together and just uh, you know, how, how dangerous yeah. it can be one thing? No, I do because I think, you know, obviously I believe in, in, in the lineup working together. I, I want guys to, to know where they're going to hit for the most part, uh, work in tandems with one another and, and get in a rhythm. Uh, we haven't been able to do that. We'll have a week before spring training ends to, to get those guys up and running. Uh, I, I like our guys. I think that we're going to have a deep lineup. We're going to have guys that have that have never hit in the bottom of the order that are probably going to be in the bottom of the order. And that, that's a good problem to have, but uh, it's time to get them together. Charlie Morton has been somewhat of a revelation just with his velocity and how, how well he's pitched. How surprising has it been just to see him do what he's been able to do? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's been nice to have him come to camp ready to go. Um, he, he was in the mid to upper 90s uh, at the beginning of camp, which is, is not his norm. Uh, he's usually hovering in the low 90s with some sinks. So I, uh, he, he looks fresh. He looks into control. He looks very comfortable in our surroundings. He's 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 blended into our our pitching staff seamlessly. So I uh, very happy that that he's here. He looks like a guy who's going to contribute a lot and, and be difficult to hit. Uh, you return all your big weapons in, in the bullpen, and do you, do you think that your bullpen's a little underrated considering uh, you know? We went through three closers, but at the end of the day, you still have a lot of weapons. Yeah, we have one of the most versatile and deep bullpens in the league, and and obviously some big names can can overshadow that on other teams. But as far as a productive, uh, multiple innings, getting left-handers and right-handers out, having different uh, versatile roles, I have three different guys that I feel like I could close. Maybe a fourth guy in Davinsky. Um, you know, we have a lot of high strikeout guys in the bullpen. You know, when we when I when I go out to the mound and I take a starter out. Uh, not only do I have confidence in our pen, but that starting pitcher who's walking off the field feels like the guy coming behind him is going to do the job. That type of synergy and that type of belief is, is going to carry us a long way. And finally, um, everyone knows April last year really put you guys behind the eight ball. You had to battle all year to overcome a 17 and 17, 7 and 17 start. Uh, how important is it to set the tone in April, and, and what can you do as a manager just to try to get the guys to get up their better stuff? Uh, you know, we just need to win more games. You know, we, we played close games last April. We didn't come out on top on, on enough of them. Seven and 17 put us in a, in a rough spell, and, and this is the same preparation and the same program that produced a much better spring in 2015. So uh, we've got to compete from, from pitch one. Uh, we've got to play good at the, uh, and, and, and at, the, at the moments that matter the most when the game's on the line, and 
uh, and find a way to find more wins. And it's no, it's no, no more complicated than that. We have the, the, the capable team to, to get off to a better start and set a better tone. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.